Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Power Man Podcast. This is episode 11. Looking forward to it. I want to thank everybody for uh, staying tuned. We've had a fantastic first 10 episodes, and uh, the response has been just absolutely wonderful. Thank you all. I uh, wanted to um, remind everybody that the uh, bullying episode in episode 9 um, you know, is continuing to grow. We've made a few posts about the number of people that have responded, and it's just it's gone through the roof at this point, so I'm no longer keeping track. I'm just trying to respond to everybody in time. Um, and we've received some, some very deep, heartfelt uh, stories, texts, um, you know, Facebook and, and Internet, uh, in, rather Instagram, rather, messages. Uh, I'm, I'm a little choked up, I've got to be honest. It's, it's been crazy. So thank you and keep them coming uh, because obviously that helped some people. And uh, I could not be happier that we were able to do that. Uh, as we move into uh, episode 11, um, we're going to talk about about kids today and um, talk about, you know, kids and sports and activities and, and that sort. I can't tell you how many times, um, and it surprises me to my core, but I can't tell you how many times I hear parents complaining about the activities their kids are in. You know, oh, geez, you know, we got a game here. We got a function there. They've got a, a concert here. You know, my God, you know, folks, I get it because we're all really busy. I, I totally understand. But um, these things are important. They're incredibly important. And, um, you know, I just want to go over a little bit of that and then talk about a few things, you know, that ha- has to do with it. But. Um, you know, when it comes to sports activities, you know, clubs, stuff like that, these are things that, um, are gonna, are gonna, you know, potentially impact your kids' lives as they move forward. Um, let's start with the, maybe the biggest and, uh, you know, most, most visible one and that's sports. You know, all three of my kids played sports. Um, you know, my daughter uh, played him when she was younger, and you know, as she went on in high school and got busier and busier, she you know kind of faded out of him. But you know, both my sons continued with him, and you know, it it really impacted all of them in terms of memories that they had. I mean, my daughter, you know, got to win a championship with her middle school basketball team. I can tell you, she's never going to forget that. You know, my sons have won numerous championships in several sports that they've played. Um, and I'm not bragging. I'm explaining that these kids would not have had the opportunity to be, are you ready? Here's the word, champions if they hadn't been involved in the sport. And if a kid wants to be the best at something, then sports are important. And there's lots of different ways that a kid can be considered the best by others or by himself without winning a championship. You know, maybe they won the starting job. Maybe they won a uh, weightlifting competition. Maybe they won a chess match. Maybe they made first chair in the cello. Got the lead in the play got to be in the play. All of these things are victories. And as I talk about 
you know, us as men needing to have, you know, small victory after small victory and we try and string them together. You know, I borrowed Sean Whalen's um, analogy about keep hitting singles. Well, when we don't let our kids participate in stuff, we're preventing them from going out and hitting a single in their life. And it's in any activity they're in. You know, they can be the best at Minecraft or they can, you know, be in a tournament doing that. Or they could be ranked in the top 10 online, you know, competing for anything. is beneficial. It helps kids learn how to do it. As you move on into the world, there are no participation trophies. <laughs> I mean, I love that the kids get them. I'm not anti-participation trophy. But I think that, because I think there's a place for those. But I also think there's a place for more. Um, you know, I coached Little League for a really long time. And there's a lot of folks who listen to this that um, knew me then, uh, coached with me then, coached against me then. Um, you know, things like that. Some of the young men who are listening to this are guys that I either coached or, um, you know, that, that my boys played against. Those are great days. That was a great time. My kids learned a ton of lessons. You know, there's nothing wrong with a kid learning about getting thrown out of the base when he knows he's safe and he was there by a mile and the umpire took it away from him anyway. <laughs> These are things that happen in real life. I mean, how many of us have had a base taken away from us in our lives? whether it happens at work, you know, or in our personal lives. Sports are a great way for kids to learn that life's not fair. And they can learn how to deal with it before it's something that's life and death. Before it's something that impacts their income, their career, you know, their, their future. And I've heard you know, a ton of the rhetoric surrounding sports, you know, oh, you know, toxic masculinity and, you know, it's too competitive and, you know, kids shouldn't be uh, living and dying by their sport at such a young age. And <laughs> like, I get it, you know, and there's always going to be the dad that lets his kid pitch a hundred pitches in little league on Saturday in the morning and lets him throw another hundred pitches on the travel team at five o'clock that night and doesn't tell the coach that he just threw a hundred pitches, you know, earlier that day. And then he throws another hundred pitches on Sunday. And six months later, he's having surgery as a 12 year old. Okay. You're always going to have those people. You're always going to have those dads. You're always going to have those kids. You're always going to have that situation where somebody pushes too hard. Sure. Sure. If you look hard enough, you're always going to find validation for the point. I've also heard the stuff that says, well, you know, only 1% of kids will ever play professional sports. So 
you know, take sports, you know, for what they should be, which is participation, good times, and let's all get along and be sportsmanlike. And that's great. But it's also wrong. You know, now my kids, my boys go to a, uh, well, went to go to a very tough athletic school. Um, but just in their school, they have a baseball team that in the last few years has put three kids that I know personally into D1 scholarships. One of the kids that I know personally signed a professional contract right out of high school for five million bucks. In football, they've put, I mean, at least nine that I know of kids into the, you know, D1 and countless other kids into D2 and D3 and NCIA. There are seven kids that went to our high school <laughs> that play professional football. I mean, wrap your head around that for a minute. There are three guys that I know of personally from rugby that got full rides to D1 colleges. There are two young ladies who just medaled in the Olympics from, from the school that my boys went to go to. So, you know, I get the 1% statistic but I've also seen the other side. I've seen kids work their hearts out at sports, work their hearts out in the weight room, watch their diets. I mean, both my boys exemplify that. And the older one did it and worked his butt off and went downstate and got a scholarship. The other one, as a junior, went downstate, placed in the top 10. He's got calls all over the place. More than likely going to land a scholarship. There are tons of kids who didn't make state, who didn't win a championship, and are still playing in college. D3, NCAI, or NCIA, you know. <laughs> They're playing. That's part of their collegiate experience. They're actually playing college sports. You're going to tell me that's not impacting them as young men and women? You're going to tell me that learning those things Taking those on, dedication, loyalty, hard work, discipline. You tell me that doesn't impact somebody later on in their life? Of course it does. And, you know, I get that not every school has, you know, this sort of a resume. My kids are very fortunate to be able to go to that school. The school that I went to doesn't have any of that stuff. But I don't regret one minute of playing sports there. 
Not for a second. You learn some, some lessons like sometimes you have to put your own needs aside and do what's best for the group, the team. You learn how to respect authority. When your coach tells you, you know, jump, you don't ask him how high, you jump. If we had those values, those lessons, all the way across the board, if all kids participated in something like that and learned those things, you'd have a lot fewer problems in the world. You'd have fewer problems in society. You'd have fewer problems in business. The social structure and fabric of our nation would be stronger. And it's not just sports either. I just read an article, maybe a month ago, about a kid that was part of a chess club. That kid got a scholarship to go to college. And he's on the college's chess team. I know somebody who was so good at the violin that she got a scholarship to go to school to play the violin. Kids' activities are vital. They're gigantic. And if we as parents don't recognize that, then it becomes way too easy to put our needs first. And especially the guys that I talk to on this podcast, fathers, husbands, you got a responsibility. When you bring that kid into the world, you have a responsibility to do the best you can to take care of it, to love it, to nurture it, and to give it every opportunity that you possibly can to flourish. And that's not about money or stuff necessarily. Sometimes it's just about, you know, opportunity. I mean, sometimes it's about support. You know, I know that certain sports cost a lot of money. Don't get me wrong. And I know certain sports don't. Some activities just need the kid to show up for the activity. And as a parent, isn't that something that we can make time for? Isn't that something that somehow we can prioritize? You 
you know, I know parents that are, you know, off the charts the other way too. And their kids' activities and, you know, their, their kids' sports and stuff are the only thing in the world. Nobody's pushing that outlook. Nobody's trying to say that that's the way to go. I'm just a proponent of saying the stuff that these guys learn. And, and you know, when I say guys, I'm being general. This is men and women. This is boys and girls. The two Olympic medal winners at our high school were girls. It's just as important for both. But when they take those things they learn and they apply them to all the other parts of their life, like work, like school. I talk to employers, you know, locally, uh, people I know in management, things like that. They love hiring student athletes. Love it. Yes, they have to work the schedule around the athletic commitment. But what they'll tell me every time is that a student athlete understands things like responsibility, respect, respect for themselves and respect for authority, courtesy, manners, service, They understand things like punctuality. You're late for a pack practice, you're screwed. You're late for work, you're screwed. And these managers tell me all day long that they, they would love to hire student athletes. It matters. When your son or daughter's filling out a you know job application after they graduate and they can put down that they, you know, threw the discus or, you know, were on the soccer team at their college. You don't think that looks good to an employer? Not to mention, being a part of all that stuff can help pay for college, which very few of us can afford to do these days. Activities that they participate in give them a chance to express themselves. They give them a chance to explore who they are. You know, all three of my kids played sports. All three of my kids also played instruments. I know for a fact that you know, watching my boys play the cello, watching my daughter play the drums. I mean, I'm watching them express themselves. Listen to my daughter teaching herself how to play the guitar, listening to her sing when she was younger, you know? That's coming from inside. That's a kid who's 
developing before your very eyes who they are and who they're going to become. It's a piece of them. And when we shoot that stuff down, we're taking that away. When we can't make time to take them to practice or pick them up afterwards or, you know, spend 10 bucks on the fundraiser or, you know, go to the actual game, go to the concert and sit on those hard bleachers. When we don't do those things, we're literally depriving them of a piece of themselves. If you ever heard it phrased like that, would you even for a minute say, well, look, I'm too tired to let my kid develop. Of course you would never say something like that. I'm giving everybody the benefit of the doubt. Anybody who has the good sense to be listening to this podcast has enough good sense to be taking care of their kids the way they ought. I'm sure that they want to be a part of the solution. But we get in our own way so much. And all I want to do is just remind everybody that when it comes to your kids, you can't afford to get in your own way and stop them from doing what they need to do. I think this stuff is vitally important. I give a ton of my time. Always have. A ton of my energy when I haven't had much. I've found enough. And you know, the days when I've coached and helped out and assisted or whatever the case might be, I mean, are some of the best of my entire life. It helped me express a piece of who I am. It helped me as an adult, as a father, as a husband, as a coach to develop. Helped me a lot. I hope that you'll make the decision when your kid shows some interest in something to just blindly encourage it. Dad, you know what? I've been thinking, maybe I want to try this. Oh, gosh, son, you sure you want to do that? You're not that big. You're not that tall. That's pretty tough stuff. You want to try rugby? A lot of guys get hurt playing rugby. You want to play the cello? And in your mind, you're going, how much is that going to cost me? I get it. I've been there a million times. Especially when the school charges you, you know, 55 bucks for some supplemental insurance that... (laughs) is mandatory to pay for and you know is bogus. (laughs) I'm sorry, but you know, one of my boys got hurt playing ball and we tried to use that supplemental insurance and it basically was non-existent. 
And the very next year, I had to pay it again. You know, I get the price of admission sometimes is painful. I get the energy and the commitment that we have to make as parents is not that easy. But when you really think about what it means to the kids, when you really think about what they use it for, it's not just playing ball. It's not just playing chess. It's not just playing an instrument or singing a song. It's something they take a ton of pride in. It's something they devote their time and their energy towards. It's something that's important to them. Here's our tie-in to the Power of Man podcast. My sons, my daughter, you know what? They found their power in these activities, in sports. You know, I just got a real big example of it the other night. My son's playing for a team that normally is really good and, uh, this year's having some, some tough times. And they lost their second game in a row. And I watched what he was going through. I mean, I could see it from the stands. I could feel it. And he didn't curl up and cry and, you know, pout and start blaming everybody else. He went into the locker room and challenged his teammates and himself to be better men, to work harder, to work sharper, to put their hearts all the way into it. to make sure it mattered to everyone else in that room as much as it mattered to him. That's the kind of thing he's going to remember the rest of his life. That's the kind of thing that helps a young man grow, change, lead, And he would never get that if he wasn't there. There's no book you can read that in, no movie you can watch, no story you can hear that's going to fully deliver the emotion, the courage. the lesson that he experienced being in that moment.
And I think that every kid deserves to have that opportunity. I'll be honest with you. I'm one who thinks that it should be mandatory. You know, they make math mandatory. They make English mandatory. They make gym mandatory. I think that being in an extracurricular, being in a sport, being in a club, doing an instrument, doing something. I think doing something extracurricular should be mandatory. If they can make them stand six feet apart and they can make them wear a mask all day, then you know what? They can make them go out and participate in something. They can make them do something that's actually good for them. Expose them to things that they wouldn't be exposed to if they weren't part of that group. Vitally important. Vitally important. It's because I think so highly of that that I'm going to be launching a new project. And I wasn't going to talk about it, but you know what? It's my podcast. I changed my mind. Because I don't just think it's the kids that are in the top 10 that deserve to have these opportunities. I don't think it's just the kids that, you know, go to the best schools and that play on the teams that win championships that should have these opportunities to keep playing them later on. I know that there are Division Two, Division Three, you know, schools that are dying to have people come to them and are, are searching for people who want to play a sport at the collegiate level, who want to continue on, who want to keep learning and growing. And so pretty soon I'm going to be launching a spinoff of Power of Man. We're not going to take anything away from Power of Man. This is growing too quick. (laughs) We're not changing anything here. Except maybe adding some theme music and still trying to get on iTunes. But other than that, we're not changing anything. but I'm going to launch something that uh, is going to help these kids get noticed. We're going to give them some marketing material. Any kid that wants to get noticed by a college has two choices, really. They can spend 1500 to $3,000 on a recruiting service and try to get their name out there. And in that event, they're still going to have to come up with their own highlight reel and, you know, stuff to advertise themselves. But they're going to spend a lot of money. Or they're going to have to do what a lot of people have to do, and that is they're going to have to email coaches and, you know, send them information and try to get these Division two, Division three coaches interested in them somehow. And what most kids don't get a chance to do is to tell their story. I'm going to help those kids tell their story. 
I'm going to tell it for him and with him. So I'm giving power of man listeners. And I know we have a lot of fathers. And I know a lot of you fathers out there have kids that are in sports. I'm going to give you first shot at the opportunity. I'm going to do a hundred podcasts. Absolutely free. Interviewing your student athlete. Telling their story. So that every time they email a coach, every time they contact somebody and say, hey, you know, I'd like you to consider me. They're going to be able to send a link to that podcast. They're going to be able to send that link to that podcast to all of the people in their social media and anybody that they may know. They're going to be able to get the word out that they want to continue learning and growing and playing their sport, being in their club. And this is not just for boys. This is for boys, girls. This is for sports. I mean, I don't care if you're, you know, playing the cello, uh, playing chess, you're in the drama club and, you know, you're, you're in the play or you're out on the gridiron or you're throwing a discus. You folks, my listeners here, you get the first shot. And after that, we're going to open it up on social media and we're going to do a hundred podcasts to help these kids get noticed. And we're going to publish them under a different title on a different podcast that will also always be free. It's not going to cost these kids a dime or their parents a dime. And the interview is going to be with the kid and the parents, if the parents want to be in it too. That's something I believe in so strongly that I'm going to do it. That's our next project. So if you're interested, if you're a listener of Power Man and you want your kid to be interviewed on a podcast and have the podcast put out there for everybody in the world to hear it and get a link so that you can send it wherever you want to send it and use it as a marketing piece for free, you message me on Instagram. You let me know. We'll get together, we'll set up a Zoom call, we'll get a podcast done, we'll, we'll get it going for you. That's how important this stuff is. That's how much I believe in this. That I'm putting that kind of work and that kind of effort behind it. Whatever your kid's talent, whatever you want to have them interviewed about, You let me know at Power of Man Podcast on Instagram. At Power of Man Podcast on Instagram. Send me a DM. We're going to make this happen. And in the meantime, While you're trying to get in touch with your own personal power, when you're trying to get in touch with the power that you have as a man, understand that very often, exercising that power 
means taking care of others, including yourself, even when you're wiped out. So when your kid comes to you and says, Dad, I want to try X, Y, and Z. Buck up and get going. Encourage them. Help them. Teach them. I know you can do it. I know you're beat down and tired. I know the last thing you want to do is go sit in those hard bleachers. Listen to orchestra music. But you know what? It's one of the most important things you can possibly do. So let's man up. And let's get it done. I believe in you. I believe in your kids. And I know you do too. They're worth it. And I already know you believe it. Until next time.